Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rand. Hey, Phil here, ready to do a podcast. <laughs> oh, yep, ready, like, but still outside. Still yeah. outside. I'm still a sports it's outsider. I don't know anything about outside. sports, so this is a sports podcast. I don't know anything about sports. These two knuckleheads are joking around, knowing a lot about sports. <laughs> That's the premise. Yup. <laughs> I, I do enjoy when you explain the premise. It comes off better than when we explain it and when I attempt to do it in song, which doesn't make a yeah, lick of sense. Right, yeah. We yeah. are, we are going to get our theme song down that explains the premise of our show at some point. We have the melody, obviously, from the wonderful theme written by Mike Constantini. Yeah, yeah. That's Jordan and I have been working song. in the lyrics. It's like, we are the sports, 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 <laughs> podcast, and we talk about sports, podcast, then there's a dude named Phil who doesn't know about sports, and then there's the other two, they're going to talk sports, they're going to talk sports, sketches and improv comedy. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's where we ended. Um, okay. Yeah. Phil, catching the games this week. Nope. Tech Mobile Update Watch Update. Tech Mobile Update Watch Update. Brought to you by... Febreze. Buy Febreze at a store. Hey. Hey. I like wow. that. Hey. Here's, here's what I'll say. And I just... Yep. I feel like my idea was taken because I invented a... Well, I didn't invent a product, but I, I, I take... A, you know in your shower... I'm sorry, yeah. I'm going to take us on a quick detour. No. You know, you take your shower thing, and you can take it down, and you can, like, splash yourself Oh, in the you've shower. got one of those uh, shower nozzles. Yeah, shower nozzles. Fancy. Yeah, that you can, like, masturbate with. Yep. I call it personal <laughs> shower. Yeah. And every time I use it, I say to myself, personal shower, a product at the store. And I thought it's a right. perfect tagline. <laughs> what is personal shower? A product. Where can I buy it? At the a store. store. <laughs> so this is why I really appreciate that Febreze. It's straightforward. It's like Muppets Take Manhattan. You know, Manhattan Muppets take Manhattan. <laughs> oh, I thought they were panhandling in Manhattan. And it was called Panhattan. Kermit gets amnesia, becomes yeah. an advertising executive. It's the darkest of the Muppet movies. It is. I would say the great Muppet caper is the darkest of the Muppet <laughs> okay, movies. That's yeah. Well, you know, what's not dark. The Fab Four round of these uh, uh, Not football called playoffs. I believe we informed you last week that you're yep. grossly off the off 1991 base. San Francisco 49ers in the NES game Tecmo Super Bowl. Joe, Joe, Joe Montana, Montana, Jerry Rice. Rice. <laughs> uh, so I this this you're week, in the NFC Championship now. NFC Championship game. I was me uh, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Giants. Which we already knew because you yep. looked ahead last week. Like Bill. a damn it fool. Was an accident. Like a damn um, fool. But here's 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 what I did because I looked ahead. Beat the hell out of them. Boom! I beat the hell out of them. Sometimes advanced scouting works. Sometimes yeah. it does, and you know why? Because I knew Dave Meggett was going in injured this time. So you know what I did? Hit him low. Hit him right in the knees. I covered their their receivers. Sent all my guys out to their receivers. Knew they didn't have a running game. Uh, so they were like, oh, I don't know who to pass it to. And then uh, I was able to stop them a whole bunch of times. And I won 47 to 7. Wow. They yeah. did not pose much a challenge. No, they did not pose much a challenge at all. Why did their quarterback have Down syndrome? Huh? 
the the quarterback about? voice you just did yeah. to having a hard time. They didn't know who to pass. To. Oh, that was my impression. I I did a lot. I studied his tapes, okay. and his interviews, and uh, Bill Sims. I'm a perfect mimic. Actually, a television audio. Uh, yeah. A commentator now i'm an excellent i can mimic any voice i hear and that did actually sound hearing. exactly like phil sims yeah i beat the hell out of him i had like 350 <sighs> yards passing i didn't even have to run with you Jim, passed Joe montana but you haven't been able to pass him forever well this is the thing is that late in the game they they kick off very far yep. right and um the, <laughs> was it early in the game where they have all a short kick well well early in the season they like they some kickoffs are long some yeah. are short this time they do it long every time and you can't run very far because their defense is insane but special teams, special teams. But uh, I did realize the person who was guarding Jerry Rice this time around, not a very quick guy. You played the matchup. So Take advantage I just kept of a mismatch. Going for long bombs and I just kept throwing it way downfield. Jerry Rice would catch it and run, run that ball right in for the touchdown. And the fans ecstatic, I, I assume, now that uh, you're heading to the Super Bowl. They, they were doing their uh, little animation. I had the little uh, uh, NFC championship animation where the other team was sadly walking into the locker room. Were there and I was any like, hot pixelated women in it? Yep, the whole halftime. I had the good luck halftime show. It was the four shots of the hot women. None of the blimps, none of the balloons, just <laughs> the women. I'm a man. <laughs> yep, that was my game. So I'm going yeah. into the Super Bowl. And who are you playing in the Super Bowl? I don't know. This actually, <laughs> now I know we tell you never to look ahead. At yep. this point, you have a week between the you have two weeks between yeah. the NFC Championship and the Next Super Bowl. Next week yep. you have a bye. I don't know if you knew Next that. Next week nope. you have a bye. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't. I'm going to play it. All right. Well, I'm just saying you got two weeks. So it's okay to look ahead and find out who your opponent is to start preparing in the practices. I can't. So you don't look ahead. Because I don't look ahead except for last time, which turned out very good. <laughs> Tech Mobile Update Watch Update. Tech Mobile Update Watch Update. Brought to you by Febreze. You can buy it inside your pants. It's in your pants. Buy it in your pants. Give your penis money. I am going to cut that off. <laughs> I do not like that drop. I do not like that drop one bit. Right now, I feel like the general in Monty Python. That got too silly. <laughs> I do not like that one bit. You, why would you give your penis money? What, you cannot I buy Febreze in well. your pants. I thought that it worked. I thought it worked well. It's we not. had come so far. I thought Febreze had finally made a rational marketing choice in nope. saying, well, they did, buy it they at the did store. They did with that first drop, that second one, and it started so well, and then it yeah. just it veered off. Into I think a, they went off script again. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, they only have one more week of, of drops. Like, <laughs> right. After the Super Bowl. I like, wonder they, if the people doing the Febreze drops is really relieved by that. Yeah. They, uh, they finally get let out of the hatch so they can see the sun <laughs> for the first time. All right. What do we got in the show today? Oh, let's see. We got a couple of big interviews. Today is our big NBA Finals episode. Sports, 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 sports. No, no, no. That was not John Tesh. But the NBA on NBC theme song is. Fortunately, this is on ABC. In any case, we get our big NBA final show. Heat, Spurs, Dunks, Three Pointers, and Buzzer Beater. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch, but I would sure love a buzzer beater. Oh, and if there's a buzzer beater, we will let you know. We'll let you know. I'll send you a clip of it. I thank you. Tivo it. Oh, I will. Yeah. Yeah. So we have on the show today Phil Jackson. Yep. Phil Jackson, the Zen Master himself, 11-time NBA champion. I know some of you at home are thinking to yourselves, "You said he was going to be on last week, right? And we have him this week. Well, he was have him. He was here last week, and he's back again this week. Yeah. Surprisingly mellow about getting bumped by. 
Our podcast when he's the eleven time NBA champion. You know he's yeah. retired. When you retire, you, I think you start letting a lot of things go. Yeah, yeah. But he'll be here. We can ask him about his career. We also, can ask him about just, the NBA finals. He's just the Zen master. He's a yeah. chill guy. He's one of the first guests who didn't punch me while leaving. That's wonderful. And I actually did something to deserve it. it. I bumped him. Yeah, we didn't actually do the interview, so maybe that's why he didn't. That's punch probably you. why. We also yeah. have, and this is a, this is a weird one. We, we have uh, uh, he's he's uh, an Italian uh, soccer expert. He played for a long time in the league, and he is going to come and talk to us about. There's a, like a lot of fla- flopping controversy in the NBA. There is. Ah. So we're going to get a he's a flopping expert from an Italian soccer league who's going to oh. come in here and, and give us his perspective on on the NBA flopping. That's issue. funny because I thought that the people who worked at DreamWorks in development were flopping experts. Oh, oh shit! Their movies have been poor oh, in the last oh, few years. Poor, oh. poor movies. Hey, Phil, we got a weird sport? You're goddamn right we do. And on to the news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... That does feel the rush in your mouth. Love it. Love it. That's yeah. a great is a great tagline. Note how they yeah. stick to the same tagline. That's branding 101 right there for you. That is. Absolutely. Even though, as discussed before in the podcast, the, the, the drop itself is a weird one. Feel the rush in your mouth. It, 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 I like but it. But they've stuck to Wait, it. Wait, it's feel the rush in your mouth? I thought it was feel the rush in your mouth. No. No, no, I think it's feel no, the rush not. in your mouth. I was going to say, I thought it would make more sense if it was feel the Russian in your mouth or feel the Russian with your mouth. Yes, but it's just feel the rush in your Can't mouth. Can't believe I've misunderstood that all these years. <laughs> no, it's hard to believe. It's a good thing you're not doing the Mentos drops. Yep. New England Patriots signed Tim Tebow. Oh, what? Subheadline: the phrase quarterback controversy to never be spoken. <laughs> I thought he was going to play uh, indoor football. Oh, don't know. Did, oh wow! Did not did not accept those offers. Not, Too bad. Fifty dollars a game, right? Uh, Tim Tebow has signed with the New England Patriots. Uh, there is no word on terms of the contract, but sources indicate it's for two years and has no guaranteed money. This is a public service announcement for more research, better care, and better understanding of head trauma injuries. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> two years, no guaranteed money. You hope they're taking care of these guys. Yeah, yeah I would hope so. Uh, if God is listening, Tebow will be wearing number five, <laughs> lest he confuse him with another player prominently kneeling and praying. <laughs> no word on how they'll use Tebow, but he was signed as a quarterback and likely the backup to the backup, Ryan Mallett, who opposite of Tebow has an advocate in the Lord of Darkness, Satan. <laughs> hey, there <laughs> we go. This will be a fun end-of-days-esque battle for the backup position. Which, uh, you know, they're competing for the backup spot. So clearly, God and the devil really don't have the influence they used to. That's Bernard, too bad. Bernard Pollard, though. Uh, in case you're wondering, Tom Brady is backed by head and shoulders and per plus for men. Oh, uh, really? they should they should try some Febreze. They really should. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I have a feeling he uses fancier shampoo than that. I think, you know, his hair doesn't need it. <laughs> it's amazing. He, Flowing locks. Yeah. yeah. He pr- he prays the dirt away. You know what I think? God this is? make my hair clean. <laughs> I think Bill Belichick. Uh, Bill Bellamy? Yes. No. Oh <laughs> no. Bill Bellamy? Don't no. No. Bill Bellamy? No. Comedian from the nineties? No. no. I guess he's probably Bill, still around. Bill Belichick. Ah, uh, different different. Okay. Bill. Sorry. Go on. Bill. But Bellamy. I I think he's out to prove to the league that he's a complete genius, and and he's like, what could I do at this point? To really just rub over his face and how good I am at this, he's thinking to himself, "Make Tim Tebow a successful quarterback." Yeah. If I can, if I can make this work, everyone will have no choice but to fall at my feet in worship. I will say conversely, 
and I think the rest of the league is looking at it this way too. If Bill Belichick can't make Tim Tebow a useful contributor player, <laughs> he will never have another job in nope. the NFL. No, nope. because it'll be like, well, if he can't do it, you good good luck with the Arena yeah. Football League. Wait for no money though. He's not paying <laughs> no, no, him no guaranteed money. Oh, okay. meaning he plays, he'll get paid. But if they cut him or uh, they could cut him before play, camp, play for yeah. pay. Mm-hmm. So he's got to suit up and then so, go. Put yeah, me you're in right. For one round. Patriots pretty much the end of the line for questionable character uh, football players. Sometimes it works. Yeah, Chad uh, Johnson. Oh, we'll get to uh, him later. Don't who, worry. Who is the, the Randy defensive Moss. tackle? Randy Moss worked. Uh, I don't know the defensive tackle. Oh, they're stunt casting. Can't they do that. In Albert Hainsworth. Albert Hainsworth played there for a little. Uh, yeah. Former uh, coach Rex Ryan was magnanimous. It's not a surprise to me that Tim would be picked up. Obviously, as I've said before, tremendous young man, very competitive, and I look forward to competing against him. <laughs> I'll bet he does. Asked if he was curious how <laughs> Belichick planned to use Tebow, Ryan said, not really. Nope. If they want to replace Brady with them, that's fine. Ooh, <laughs> that's flippant. If I report, I'd be sure to ask Rex Ryan if he's still a fat sack with a dog's name. Ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> Rex. Just to double check. I yeah. like it. 38 and 32, Rex. Got a lot of talk to do there. <laughs> yeah. Tebow said it would be an honor to play for Belichick and believes playing with the Patriots would be, quote, a lot of fun. A blatant slap in the face to the Omaha beef. Tebow! <laughs> and not to mention the good times to be had in the Canadian Football League. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should they do a montage now? <laughs> what a montage oh, of like all the Canada. like sad, sad music while we show uh, all the highlights oh, of, of Tim Tebow or the can. I'm sorry, Canadian football team. All right, football league. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I lost track. What? What do you mean you lost track? <laughs> I got confused. Come on, keep up. You, the you know what? Moves I looked ahead. Ah, uh, you <laughs> never look ahead. Never look ahead. Tebow. <laughs> Chad Ochocinco fails to recognize horseplay is not allowed in the courtroom. Ochocinco should not be a name. It, it's, it's, it is. It's the last name. Yeah. Why Ooh. not? Because it means 8-5. Eight, eight, right. But that's how – you see, the thing is, people who say that, say that's not the correct Spanish for 85, are correct, but they fail to recognize football players often refer to each other by the single digits like yeah. that. Hence, eight, Friday five. Night Lights, good job, 1-6. No one says 16 oh, so in lame. sports. But no, in sports, this is right. Nothing sports in are Friday lame, Night Phil. Lights is no, lame. It's, no, the, nothing uh, in Friday Night Lights. No, is but lame, a lot of times, except players, for the entire second season. No, okay. sports <laughs> players will say like, "Good job, two two five. Why don't they say, "Hey, good job, Brad"? And then they're like, "Thank you, that's my name." <laughs> you, you don't get this, sports. There's a reason. Man. Everyone has yeah, a nickname. You just don't. This, this is why you're I get the lots of people nicknames like Bonerface and Idiot. <laughs> Those are two of Joel's nicknames. <laughs> Former NFL wide receiver Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco, depending on who's asking, was in court this week for a probation violation. Oh, that rhymes. On a domestic violence charge. That doesn't rhyme. (laughs) Uh, His domestic violence charge, which, if you don't recall, was for headbutting his then-wife TV reality star Evelyn Lozada. He headbutted her? He headbutted her. Things seemed to be going swimmingly for Ocho Cinco as he had reached a plea deal with prosecutors for community service and counseling instead of jail. Broward County Circuit Judge Kathleen McHugh tacked on three months of probation. Oh, well, not a big yep. deal. So yeah. right now we're good. Then Ocho Cinco was asked by Judge McHugh if he was satisfied with the legal representation. His response, which I assume was in the affirmative, was to swat his attorney, Adam Swickle, on the butt, as athletes are wont to do. Oh, big <laughs> mistake. Contempt of this, court. The courtroom erupted into laughter not seen since the Michael yeah, Richards vehicle bit. trial and error. But wait a second. This is about headbutting a woman. Well, wait, he just, everyone's laughing. Okay. But Judge McHugh did not like this one bit. No. She instantly rejected the previously reached plea deal. 
I don't know if you're taking this whole thing seriously. I just saw you slap your attorney on the backside. Is there something funny about this? McHugh said, slapping the plea deal document down her desk. The whole courtroom was laughing. I'm not going to accept these plea negotiations. This isn't a joke. Oh, what the fuck? Ocho Cinco said, okay, but don't tell dad when he gets home. (laughs) Ha ha. He apologized, saying, this is your courtroom. I have no intent to make this a joke. It's not funny, Johnson told the judge. A blatant lie. It was pretty hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) My life is in shambles right now, and I try my best to laugh and keep a smile on on my face. Got news for you. Didn't work for Patch Adams. Not going to work for you. No. Still died. Judge McHugh was not. Well, he told people that he, oh, I'm just making people laugh. Like, we're kicking you out of the hospital, Patch. This person was receiving chemo. You unhooked him from the machine and put on a clown nose. Unacceptable. A lot of those kids died. A lot of them died. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make them laugh. Please, give me the radiation. Make (laughs) make them go away. Uh, Instead of putting him on, uh, 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 the judge was not swayed. She put him on double secret probation, which is actually jail. 30 days. Oh, good. Yeah. For cracking a joke? Yeah, for cracking a joke. And for headbutting a woman. Let's (laughs) not forget about that. Well, it was actually the headbutting he had already served uh, for, but he missed a hearing on his probation previously. That's what this hearing was about. It was a punishment for him missing his previous hearing regarding his probation for headbutting a woman. Good. You know, yeah. Sometimes you hear domestic violence charges and you're like, that could span any number of things. And you wonder if the law is being enforced strictly as it should, but you're not sure what happened. Headbutting, there's no, there's no like, oh, we just had a disagreement, got a little out of hand. No, headbutting is downright abusive. Right. Unlike there's Joel, no I'm against headbutting women, so <laughs> I'm glad that he went to prison. I'm, I'm against head. I didn't say International bowls. Subheadline, Phil has a pun probably. The friendliest <laughs> confidence. <laughs> you don't? What? International Bowls! Subheadline. Phil has a pun, probably. Uh, you got a pun on bowls? Yeah, uh, international. The last time I had an international bowl was in Amsterdam. Hey, all right. There we well, go. We'll mm, take it. We'll take Joel it. Joel doesn't like it. Wow. The friendly- I hate Joel. <laughs> <laughs> the friendliest conferences in Division I college football. That's the MAC, Sunbelt, Conference USA, Mountain West, and American Athletic Conference, the new Big East, are working to create more bowl games so that all bowl-eligible teams will have a bowl. A chicken in every pot, a six and six bowling green in a bowl. <laughs> Kidding. Hey, I've got one. Yeah. Uh, I, I go to a lot of bowl games. You could say I'm a cereal bowl attender. <laughs> there we go. Got Joel on one. All right. There you go. That was a good one. All right. Go on. <laughs> so uh, where are these little conferences that could be looking to play? Where are these little conferences uh, looking to place their bowls? You done, you done with the puns? What? Okay. Miami. I've got a place you can put your bowls. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Miami, Orlando, Los Angeles, all right? Little Rock, Boca Raton, Montgomery, Alabama, eh. yeah. Ireland, Dubai, Toronto, or Bahamas. Whoa. Come on, pretty mamas. Yeah, if you, if you, if you wind up going to Montgomery, Alabama, <laughs> like, oh, hey, where are you going for your bowl game? Ireland. How about you? Dubai. How about you? Montgomery, Alabama. Well, not all these. Here's the Dubai Bowl would probably be played on some sort of man-made cloud island as seen yes. in Mario Brothers. Yes. Or a castle. Uh, and while they seem like a good idea, how is Bowling Green going to afford a flight for over 200 people on a month's notice to Dublin? Do you know how expensive that airfare would be? Yeah, it's like Do you know the budget minutes. of the Bowling Green football program? Probably not high. No. They're a MAC team. They, got they can sell candy door to door. All those lower conference teams lose money in the bowls because of the seat guarantee. Really? So they lose, yeah, like hundreds of thousands of dollars because they force them to. It's a terribly corrupt system. Raise tuition! <laughs> 
joining us today, and we're very excited to have him, our very own flopping expert, uh, Italian former uh, soccer player, and his name is, I'm looking at it now, Antonio Spumanti. Hey, it's an Antonio Spumanti here. Hey, it's a good thing to be on the podcast, Joel and Jordan. That, that, cannot, is, that cannot be his voice. That is That uncanny. is my voice. Uh, I guess, what are you talking about? You know, you know, are you, you know, are you, we actually have a, a referee who, who sometimes yeah. we'll call on the show named Tony Spumanti. Tony Spumanti. Uh, Tony Spumanti. Spumanti is a very common last name in Italy. I is it? Really? A very common last name. <laughs> oh, a Spumanti. Oh. You have to pronounce it correctly. A Spumanti. 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 I want to get Spumante. the... <laughs> I want to get the, you get to the name. You get to the name. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. We get it. We get it. We're going to have to get you together with uh, maybe your, your long lost distant cousin or something like that. I don't know about that. It's a very common name. Okay. I am right. naming my dog Spumante. Spumante <laughs> Spumante. <laughs> well, absolutely. Very. So, uh, we, you know, what we've been seeing in the NBA playoffs is yeah, a lot, lot of, of flopping. flopping. Oh, so much out. of the flopping. And yeah. they've been Everybody talk about the flopping. Yeah. Oh, so what, been we're trying, the commissioner's not even excited. They've been finding people. They've been finding people. Oh. What, what is your opinion as an expert on flopping as a former uh, player in Italian soccer league? You know, I've, I've been very pleased with what Americans have been doing about a flopping. Huh? Pleased? I've been very pleased. I've seen so many flopping this year. So many wonderful flops this year. <laughs> Huh? Everybody's trying so hard with the flops this year, huh? <laughs> but you think this is a good thing? It's a good thing, huh? See, it's such what? a wonderful flopping. Why is it a good thing? It takes away from the game. It takes away from the competitive. Oh, when I was a little boy. Yes. In Italy, <laughs> we used to go to, a, a, as you say, a, a football camp. Okay. We'd go to a football camp during the summer. And we would spend all the day uh, pretending to brush past each other's legs and falling to the ground and crying. <laughs> We sit down and be crying. Uh, Why weren't you because doing Because it's a part of the game, Jordan. <laughs> it's a part of the game. But you could be doing dribbling drills or conditioning. I'm doing the dribbling, huh? Dribbling gets in the way of all the beautiful flopping happening during the game. Wow, okay. You see all the flailing arms. You get to fall on the floor. Get the little grass stains on your trousers. The little trouser grass stains. Yeah, indeed. Um, well... A lot of people aren't as happy about the flopping. Oh, no, I'm not entirely happy about the flopping. Oh, I'm well, not entirely good. happy. That's good. Well, we aren't either. No, I think there's a lot of room for improvement in the American flopping. Huh? Improvement? Sometimes I mean? just fall to the ground. I fall to the ground. I'm hurt. I'm yeah. hurt on the ground. No, you've got to feel it. You've got to feel the hurt. You've got to actually feel your bones are breaking. Huh? You've got to go on the ground and say, oh, I'm a baby. I'm like a baby. I fall and it hurts. <laughs> I'm a big hurt baby. Hold up your little yellow card. Hold up your yellow card and make me put it to kick. They don't. They don't have. A, they don't have yellow cards in in, in the NBA. So, what? No. They just. They just. It's a foul. They tee them up. There's, yeah. a, there's a technical foul. No. What? Yeah. There's no <laughs> they yellow. They don't have card. it in the NBA. No. No. They, what? Well, it's not soccer. You know, soccer is. It's a yellow card thing in soccer. You, oh. You would call it football. No uh, wonder they don't have inspiration on the flop properly. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, you you would be right about that. In the football, we know how to flop. You is it an old country thing? Do. You think? Oh, it's a very old country. My mom, after dinner, she'd make us a big pot of spaghetti. We'd have some meatballs. We yeah. have a calzone. <laughs> then we'd go out to the backfield That's a lot and of we'd carbs. all clap our hands while mom 
fell on the ground and cried like a child saying, the pizza hit me. The pizza hit me. We go, mama, there isn't no pizza. She go, exactly. Uh, that's why you flop. That's why you flop. You feel it. You were this about is, to give that pizza a yellow card. This is an incredible insight into uh, into just the, the history of flopping. We do have to ask, though, uh, sorry to, to change gears here pretty quick, but your name has uh, repeatedly come up during the most recent uh, Europol look into the match-fixing scandal that uh, came out earlier this year. Uh, hundreds of matches fixed across Europe, uh, and you, uh, you played in very many of them. We were wondering if we could ask you right now pointedly, were you ever involved in any match fixing during your career? Oh, no, my leg. Oh, what are you doing no, on the floor? What are you, no, no, no one no, touched no, you. Oh, I feel my no one, leg. No you one fell out of your chair. You fell out of your chair. This is obviously a flop. Why are you singing? Why would you? I'm crying real tears. All right, we got to go. We got Antonio off the floor. He did. Yeah, it took us a while. Uh, actually, the, the next guest came in and, and talked to him for a few minutes, and all of a sudden Antonio seemed fine and uh, and had sort of an extra pep in his step. Well, that's that's because he's the Zen master. And yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Phil Jackson. Hey, it's good to be here. Hey, thank hey. you. It's good to have you here, Phil. It's great. Yeah. It's great to have you it's here. It's interesting. We're swapping Love you it. out for our, our Phil. <laughs> Who, yeah. who, who's really going to be bummed because he's a big proponent of positive fills. <laughs> yeah, in the more fills. But he's the also media. very yeah. high strung. He's very yeah. high strung. He's very stressed. But all I think the time. he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> I, I well, like him. Anyway, he's out. He's That's out getting. Why. He's out getting burritos. So he's getting ooh, get me one of those. Get yeah, me some we were getting asada. you one. Yeah. Carne asada. Yeah. So Phil, you've been retired now for a year. Yeah, been living the retired life. What, what have you been what have you been doing? Smoking a lot of dope. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty candid. Man, Surprisingly no, I've been smoking direct. a lot of dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, come on. You you're not even the like I'm me and I know me. Even I think I'm pretty tall. Man. <laughs> Well, you are. You are very. You are tall. quite tall. tall you play basketball. You play Played with the Knicks. Yeah. It, it, Man. <laughs> I uh, I've been eating a lot of In and Out burgers. <laughs> been eating. Man, if you want to talk burgers, man, those burgers are crazy. <laughs> no, we didn't really. Well, we, yeah, no. we, we brought, brought you to talk here. basketball. It's our no, big NBA Finals we, episode. <laughs> I thought we were here to talk about burgers. No, yeah, no, we're we'll, not. We'll I mean, we, we can work that in. I had a fortune cookie the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd it say? Fortune Cookie said tomorrow you're going to be on a podcast. Whoa. That's yeah. a surprisingly specific fortune cookie. Very specific. Yeah. And that it was accurate. You should figure out who made that fortune cookie. I drew on it. I drew the fortune on it. It was a blank piece of paper on the inside. Wow. Okay. I was just trying to inspire myself. Choose your own fortune. Sort yeah. Of like. Choose my. You got to choose your own fortune in this life, you know? Now, you came out with a book uh, called, uh, I think something about 11 Rings, talking yeah. about the 11 championships you've won. Well, I started writing Lord of the Rings, and then I realized someone already wrote it. <laughs> so I decided to write How far did you get into Lord of the Rings before you figured this out? He was, uh, I think that it was, uh, he was in the cave with the spider. That's that's deep. It's pretty that's, far. That's, that's in the third And I'm book. like, no, I already saw this in a movie. Yeah. People would think if you named a book Lord of the Rings, it would just be a pithy reference to both the fantasy epic and the fact that you have have so many rings. Yeah. So many 
titles. How do you, what do you attribute your great success to? Six championships with the Bulls, five with the Lakers. You basically won a championship every other year, oh, more than in your 20-year career, because 11 championships. How did, how did you do it? I credit it to Native American spiritualism. Really? Yeah. Really? It's like it's some people led... would have said Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. No, no, man, no. Like they they were the the conduit. Yeah. They were the conduit to me letting my Native American spiritualism run through them and through the ball. So the ball had to go into the circle. The circle's the hoop, and the circle is representative of life. Right? Like you're born, you die, you turn into ash, and then that ash helps plants grow, and those plants feed your babies, and that's why we're all here right now. It's a yeah. sound argument. The wow. Washington Redskins is a totally racist and offensive name. That's, Every time that's I, true. Yeah. Congress I even said so it. after listening to our podcast. Yeah. Congress is right to listen to you guys. You're cool. You're cool dudes. Hey, Thanks, you heard it here. Like you. The Zen master Thank himself you, thinks we yeah. are cool. Also note, Phil is not here when that was said, so it can't necessarily apply to him. Smoking weed with Shaq is great. <laughs> what? Yeah. You smoke. You smoke with Shaq. Yeah, he gets high. He freestyles. <laughs> he has great stories from the set of Kazam. <laughs> what? Blue chips. Like he's got stories from the set of blue chips. Too. Any, any blue you chips? can tell on air. Yeah, it's. Uh, there was one time when he was dunking, man. <laughs> he was just like, I could dunk the dunk ball, man. Give me the ball, pass the rock. I was like, you said it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You said it, Jack. Captivating. Can can you give us your take on the NBA Finals? Yeah. We got Spurs, Heat. You know I won three three-peats, right? Yeah, I yeah. do know Three that. times I won you three, three, the three peats. NBA champions in a row. It's like turkey and bowling. Only I did it three times separately, so it's like doing it nine times where I took breaks. So you get 20-minute break. It's OSHA regulations. Every four hours of work, you get 20 minutes of break, and I feel the same way about championships. Well, that's that's somewhat that insightful. Is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you I, tell us anything about basketball? I'm helping the Pistons search for a new coach. Yeah, yeah they actually, they actually recently, hired yeah. Maurice Cheeks. It's just it's pretty much just a crash grab on my part. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You're not really helping? I'm not, no, I'm not much of a consultant, man. It's like the trick is telling people what they want to hear, like saying, you guys are a couple of cool dudes. You know? What? You just tell, uh, if you tell people what they want to hear, man, then they like that's you. That's a little disappointing. That would actually yeah. explain a lot in terms of managing the egos you yeah. manage. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, why don't we ask you this? What can you tell us about the famed triangle offense? Your triangle offense, uh, which which everyone is 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 raved about. I was once in a love triangle with Heather Graham and Jerry O'Connell. How did that end? It's that it ended with me having. A wicked, awesome three-way on peyote out in the middle of the desert. And then we all shook hands and walked our separate ways. I realized I was walking towards the car. They were both walking into the desert, and nobody saw them for 12 days. That does not I don't think answer anybody, my question. I don't think anybody's seen Jerry O'Connell yet. <laughs> it was eight years ago. Right. Not, I, I, asked, I asked you about your triangle offense. and Okay. I'm not a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we well, knew that. Of, we knew that. That dude is high strong, man. <laughs> he is high strong. High strong. Yeah. No, we we get it. All right. All right, Mr. Uh, Jackson. I think uh do, do you need to ride home? Are you gonna be you go are you okay to drive? No, I was in an Audi commercial. I know, I know you were in an Audi commercial. 
Trust me, I know how the where the wheels grip the road. It's under the car where the wheels are. Right. Well, I hope you don't get in the way of those when no. you're driving it. Any, no, any, it's impossible. The driver's seat is on top of the car. Any parting words of wisdom? All right, I've got with? one. This is something that uh, my my shaman told me last night. Right, He said, Phil, tomorrow you're going to be on a podcast, and you're going to have the voice of a nation. The nation's going to be wrapped in attention, so remember, like, the ear the audio waves that are being formed they're going into people's ears are like a worm and when the worm goes inside it can either make the apple rotten or it can help the apple grow so make sure to fertilize people's brains the worm that's what i feel like i did today who you coached for six seasons was with the bowl i don't care for kobe bryant (laughs) all right thank you very much you have it For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports. The countdown to the final Weird Sports continues. It's true. This is episode 75. That After this one, Seven, this is 74. 74. Only so 25 got... remaining. Yeah. Right? So these yeah. all better be really good. This week's Weird Sport, Tug of War. Before you start judging. <laughs> don't, I, don't I start judging. I wasn't going to judge. We all know what a tug of war is, right? <laughs> we of absolutely do. Just reading through some weird sports, tug of war's got a history. And it's oftentimes, <laughs> am I boring you, Joel? <laughs> you always yawn during weird sports. I had dinner before we came. And I don't yawn every time you're talking audibly. You do insult me repeatedly, though. That is true. <laughs> tug of war, for those of you who don't know, who are idiots like Joel. Tug of war got it, issues, huh? Right. It's a sport that directly pits two teams against each other in a test of strength, pulling on either end of a rope. But there's baggage here. It has but there's history. baggage. There's so much baggage that I wanted to share with the Weird Sports audience on America's Favorite Segment. Weird Sports. Yes. Yeah. So let's call this Tug of War colon Origins. <laughs> I like it. I like okay, it. Yep. Incidentally, I feel like this is... This is- Possibly an example of, of why we've decided to retire. Weird no, sports. no, no. I had other weird sports. I wanted this one to be heard. Okay. All right. Yep. It's just some people. I don't argue like your attitude is, here, Joel. No, yeah. Hey, I'm not. I'm, I'm interested. I absolutely want to hear the origins of, of uh, tug of war. I would just point out, though, that tug of war, like not a weird sport. One of the old. Like, oh, most familiar just sports. you wait. I mean, they're tugging a rope back and forth. That's pretty wild. I would describe it's, that as a bizarre competition. A oh. unique game, but an unusual wait, but activity. That, that you're like going to hear why it's weird. You've been hey, judging yo, it for a minute and a half let's, and let's let, go let ahead. it explain. Let's go ahead. I'm sorry. The origins of tug of war are uncertain. <laughs> wait a second. But, <laughs> but, but it is beyond dispute that this uh, once royal sport was practiced in ancient Egypt and China, where it was Ooh. held in legend that the sun and the moon played tug of war over the light and darkness. 
Yeah, this sport originated planets playing it. Well, not planets. The sun is a star. I got to imagine tides are involved somehow. Yeah. Right. It was also widely believed the sport was made popular in Great Britain by Lord Elliot Simpson. The 16th century uh, Simpson was a keen tugger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to the Tang Dynasty book, the newts of Fang, a tug of war under the name Hook Pulling, was used by the military commander uh, in the state of Chu during the spring and autumn period, 8th century B.C. and 5th century B.C., uh, to train warriors. Ooh. Yeah, they would all get out, and they're like, we're going to learn to fight. And they're like, before you can do that, uh, here's a rope. Go tug it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, this was the first boot camp, was yeah, tug of war. Exactly. Makes here's sense. a rope. Tug it. But we can't. They're tugging just as hard. Tug it! Um, Keen tugger. <laughs> During the <laughs> Tang Dynasty, Emperor Zhuangzong of Tang promoted large-scale tug-of-war games using ropes up to 167 mitras with shorter ropes attached and more than 500 people on each end of the rope. Each side also had its own team of drummers to encourage the participants. Oh, wow. They had drummers. Tug of war. Tug of war. Tug of war. Archaeological evidence shows that the tug of war was also popular in India in 12th century AD. There's no specific uh, time and place in the history to define the origin of the game tug of war. The contest of pulling out ropes originates from ancient ceremonies and rituals. Evidence is found in countries of Egypt, India, Myanmar, New Guinea. Um, Blah, 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 blah. The tug-of-war stories about heroic champions from Scandinavia and Germany circulate Western Europe where Viking warriors pull animal skins over open pits of fire in tests of strength and endurance in preparation of battle and plunder. How much more badass can that get? Animal skins, Vikings, pits of fire to see who gets to plunder and battle. Tell you what, in that game... I want to take anchor. I do yep. not want that first spot. What's yeah. the first spot called in tug of war? Is that in there? Uh, Who wants to be closest to the fire pit? I don't know. If you're anchor, you're like That's you're like strapped in there. If you're one of the first people, you might get close to that pit of fire. You just let go. That's true. You're like I'm good. <laughs> if anything, oh, the anchor's no. the one. Yeah. You're Everyone let's going, go. No, don't quit, guys. No, don't quit, guys. No, no. Ah! All my team quits. I'm in the fire. Boom. Yeah. Burning yeah. like rope. Yes, like the animal skins that I tug. Oh, that would smell awful. Yeah, it would. But at least they don't have to like go and rape and pillage. Right? <laughs> I, I think the Vikings wanted to go rape and pillage. Yeah, it's probably true. They were they were a tough set. Um, but yeah, animal skins. They'd pull off animal skins and then tug them. That was awesome. That was awesome. I really I really want the next part to be about how they pulled off human skins and used that. Yes. Tugged human skin. Tugged. That would take a different sect of people. Tugged than. human skins over a small pool of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in, in, I'm going to skip formal rules because we all know the formal rules of tug of war. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, what, what are the, the formal rules? Uh, here comes boring zone. <laughs> Two teams of eight whose total mass must not exceed a maximum weight is determined for the class. Align themselves at the end of a rope approximately 11 centimeters in circumference. The rope is marked with a center line and two markings, four meters on either side of the... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just didn't realize that was like official rules. Tug of war. 
We, we can skip the rest of the official rules. Yeah. Thank you. That was the plan. Let's cut to the good <laughs> stuff. Risk of injury. <laughs> In addition to injuries from falling uh, and back strains, some of which may be serious, catastrophic injuries may result in the form of finger, hand, or even arm amputations. Oh, my God. Amputations or avulsions may result from two causes, looping or wrapping the rope around a hand or wrist. Dumb move. Don't, Don't do, it. do it. That's called looping. Don't do it because think about it. People pulling behind you, people pulling in front of you, you got your wrist wrapped in there. Oh, you're going to lose circulation? You're going to lose your arm. Uh, but that was only one way. And from elastic recoil of a broken rope if the rope breaks. The rope comes back, catches, swings, cuts Whoa. off your arm. Yeah, that's right. Not such a wimpy little sport, is it? I now didn't, I didn't call it wimpy. Yeah, at all. not I such a. It wasn't now weird. it's Vikings and animal skins and amputations. I never said that it wasn't going to be interesting or awesome or badass. I just said I didn't think it was weird. I'm gonna cut ahead to examples of when this happened. Of hor- horrific injuries. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, June 13th, 1978. <laughs> yes. Rope parted. Five teenagers lost fingers or fingertips. What? 200 other injuries. Because of the rope snapping? Yep, rope snapped. 200 people lost injured. Five of them fingers? teenagers who lost fingers. How many people were injured? Uh, 200. 200 people? But if only five of them lost fingers, I got to imagine the bulk of the 195 are like, oh, I got a wicked bruise. Yeah, but... But how were 200 people hurt by the same rope snapping? Chattanooga, Tennessee, <laughs> June 9th, 1995. A man had his hand torn off by a sudden pull <laughs> because his hand was in a loop. Whoa! You yeah. Were, you were saying that's, this is why you don't this loop. Is why, why you don't, you don't do loop. That. You don't loop. Hand pulled off. I'm going to win this. Oh, my hand is in my <laughs> other hand and my arm is that direction. Jamie Lanner should it. Taipei, Taiwan. Ty- Let me try that again. Taipei, Taiwan, <laughs> October 25th, 1997. Rope parted. Two men suffered arm amputations. What? Yes. Let's go more in depth about this one. Yang Ching Ming and Chen Ming Ku each had their left arm severed below the shoulder during a tug of war match in Taipei, Taiwan. The event held at a park along Keelung River in Taipei in celebration of Retrocession Day, the 52nd anniversary of the Chinese colonial rule in Taiwan, involved over 1,600 participants whose combined strength exerted over 80,000 kilograms of force on a 5-centimeter nylon rope that could only withstand a maximum of 26,000 kilograms. The rope immediately snapped, and the sheer rebounding force of the broken rope tore off the men's arms! Both men immediately taken to the hospital where their arms were successfully reattached following several hours of microsurgery. Uh, I'll be honest, that kind of dampers it for me. You're holding on to <laughs> a rope so tight that the snapback of the rope snapping tears your arm off. That's ridiculous. That I must never would have thought that was possible. miles an hour suddenly in order to do I that. I almost quipped when you were talking about like horrific injuries i'm like well obviously no one had our arm cut off uh wrong <laughs> yeah happened would have been yeah not such a pussy sport now is it i didn't say it was a pussy sport and that comes to an end another weird sport <laughs> citizen
citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast you can find us on facebook by searching sports 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 podcast your little top bar thingy you can find us on stitcher radio download the stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports 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 podcast you can find us on youtube go to youtube.com slash comedy pod net while you're there please uh leave us a comment give us some likes give us a subscribe and check out the curtain jerks podcast which is now launched on the youtube site very very exciting for us you can find us on iTunes by searching sports the number three space podcast that's sports the number three space podcast while you're there please rate and review or you can find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com good job Phil good job Uh, thank you You Phil Jackson left his uh his satchel his shoulder bag oh in the waiting room I was going to say uh, about that. Uh, I saw that there. I also saw several cop cars pull up outside. Yeah. Uh-oh. We're well, going to say it was yours. It does have Phil written on it. Oh, that's fine. I get free drugs. Okay. You're all right with this? Free drugs. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.